Yo, yo, I go by the name of the almighty Soul Blaze, and y'all tuning in to Crush A Lot Podcast, word, uh, welcome to the Crush A Lot Show, where we celebrate and educate our hip-hop, all about flow, but on the culture and the things that we know, war raps, throw beats on the forefront, that's bound to just blow, your mind into the breeze, one-on-one, sending to cheese, the hip-hop scholar dropping knowledge like it's degrees, voice heard across seas when they building on facts, Wise words from Sir Love, they bring it on back Everything is on wax for the hip-hop leaders Crush a lot, the first lady introducing Kalina Break down your favorite bangers, only dope permitted Represent the five boroughs where the dope is living Only the real we give it, everything else is irrelevant Crush a lot with hip-hop, live like a settlement Take it like an ailment, it's food for the soul Crush a lot, you're tuning in, now you're all in the zone World Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. As always, my right-hand man, 2018 AVN Male Performer of the Year, Sir Love Day. Sir Love Day, how are you? I'm great. A little tired. You know, been out here uh, bench pressing broads all day, but it's good exercise. But I'm all right with it. Great how you the... feel? I- I'm good. I- I'm good. Uh, uh, I- it always feels weird watching your friend's scenes, but, you know, I have to show support for you to get those clips on Pornhub, you know. <laughs> got to support you whichever yeah, way man. I can. Keep those um, numbers up. Got to keep those streams up. That's where we get those numbers up. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out, uh, shout out, Lisa Ann. We appreciate you. Say that. Uh, we're Brooklyn natives. We love Brooklyn. We breathe Brooklyn. Hopefully, yeah. if everything works well, we die in Brooklyn. And we love our <laughs> Brooklyn hip-hop. It's something... It's something- Really special about it. I, you can identify it, the culture, the slang, the streets of it, and we're excited because we have a Brooklyn MC on the show. Not only any, not any Brooklyn MC. We have like a vet in the game who's respected amongst the entire hip hop genre, and so we're excited. What's the jokes? The King of Crown Heights. The King of Crime Heights is here. King of Crime Heights. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Just coming off your Canada. How was Canada treating you? Canada, Canada was awesome, man. You know what I mean? Um, the fans always, you know, they always, uh, they they always just wilding and shit. Every time we get out there, like it's it's always. <laughs> Great time, man. Like, they love hip-hop over there, especially that hardcore, like, Brooklyn shit, because, you know, it's right. all shocking to them, like, oh, shit, like, we, this type of energy you bringing, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, Ca- um, Canada you know, got a nice underground scene, Daniel Sun, Future Wave, these guys right. are doing some noise, um, Daniel Sun has been on the show, Future Wave's coming up on the next episode right after this one, um, yeah. so we're very excited, so Canada's doing some good things, but this is all about Brooklyn, right? I'm Sunset Park. Yeah. yeah. Sir Loveday, Brownsville. Brownsville. Running and rolling to school every morning. And and then we have Crown Heights in the building. Um Rusty, just thinking about Brooklyn when we were growing up, we're all around the same age. We're not gonna put it out there just in case, you know. I'm forty. Don't... I don't even care, man. Don't... There you go. I'm right I'm a shade under forty. And and, and Sir Loveday is a shade under that. Um there you go. so how has Crown Heights, your area of Brooklyn, how has that, well, how was that growing up 
Uh, I know it's littered all over your your lyrics, and and you really yeah. own it, and you're really proud of it. For the audience yeah. uh, who are new Brooklynites, how was Crown Heights, Brooklyn, during your time growing up? I mean, it was, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was. Um, I wouldn't change it though. You know what I mean? It, it was really. It was right. really. Uh, uh, I really had a, a rough upbringing. You know what I mean? And, and living over there, it just, you know what I mean? It was just, like, added to it. And, uh, but, you know, I made it through. You know what I mean? A lot of my a lot of my homeboys didn't make it through. You know what I mean? And, um, and you know, I, I, and I, I became what I wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's why I just, I represent for, for everybody from my hood. You know what I mean? I want to be that example. You know I mean? How is... 2018, 2019 Brooklyn, because Brooklyn has changed a lot. I'm still in my same neighborhood. Right now, right now when I get off the train and I go over there, I see a whole bunch of white people. That's how it changed. <laughs> oh, so you're telling me not the buying customer. I'm like, yo, this shit. I mean, I remember when they first started sleeping in there, but now it's like, damn, they, it's crazy. They're looking oh, for that gluten-free product. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time you ever used to see them is when they was coming at the cop, but now yeah, exactly. they're living up the block. They neighbors. <laughs> on the Eastern Parkway, you know, mm-hmm. police and the teachers in our school. That's right. it. That's it. That's it. It's all changed. <laughs> now they living on St. Mark's. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> now when I was that's not because they they it, it was dangerous. You know what I mean? Right. Now it's you friendly. Know, yeah. <laughs> After they done, yeah. they done murdered everybody, took everybody to jail and shit. You know what exactly, I mean? exactly. It's only right. friendly because they killed all, all our partners. They arrested everybody they couldn't kill. So and shit. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one who feels that way. <laughs> um, Sir Love Day, nah. I know that you yeah. are in a lot more than I am. I would say very hardcore Brooklyn. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I know that when I let you know we're gonna do this interview, you were like, "Like, is it my birthday? Did, is it, <laughs> yeah, is sure. my 2018 <laughs> AVN award not enough? Is the, yes. I'm gonna get another blessing?" I'm like, "Yes, this is a real thing happening." So I know you you were like littered with questions. I'm like, you know what? I'm a I'm of a pull, I'm a pull back on this yeah, one. Let's do it. So, sir, love day. <laughs> This is this is all you. I asked a question I wanted to, and I'm I'm gonna enjoy the show. So, sir, love day. You got thank you. Appreciate it. You know, I mean, so I'm I'm gonna begin by first just prefacing for all the people who, you know, the regular listeners. They know I'm a Brooklyn guy. They know I'm Brownsville. Um, But just to be clear, you know, there is some bias. Of course, there's some pro Brooklyn bias. There's some Brownsville, Crown Heights, you know, bias. That's the that's my neighbor, basically. You know what I mean? That's up yeah. the street, you know. Right. So, uh, and I definitely grew up, you know, Strauss between Newport and Lot. I was around the corner from Sean Price without knowing it as a kid, you know. But that was what I idolized. BCC was what I idolized. And to quote you, you were Sean Price fan. You were Rusty Jokes fan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a, a flat out, but. The things that I really want to get into is to really kind of understand the process. You know, for you, as a as a veteran MC, you know, first I want to get into a little bit of your writing process. You know, when you're writing, is that something where 
you're strictly pulling from a beat first you need to hear the beat and then you write or are you just pulling it down anytime you you feel like it, anytime the notion comes to you when i when i first started writing when i was younger when i was around like 12 and shit I, when i first started writing i was writing without mm -hmm. a beat you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i started um when i once i started um i started recording next door my man next door he, um, my man zo rest in peace he had his um mm -hmm. studio called coffee shop production so i started recording in there and once I started rhyming to, you know, to the beats, I started writing to the beats because I used to just mm. lay my vocals to them shits. And then after that, I just, right. I just, you know what I mean? I'll pull up a beat. I can still write right now. Like sometimes I'll write, you know what I mean? I'll write a verse, but not, I really write to the beats now. You know what I mean? And I, so I could really get the feel of the whole flow how I want to take it. You know what I mean? Mm, I wanna, yeah. I like fitting shit. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Make it, make it into a, a song. Yeah, it, it don't feel right if, if I ain't write it just for that. You know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. That's dope. Uh, well, speaking about, you know, growing up and getting into rhyming, when did you realize that, you know, I'm not just another kid who could rap. Like, I'm I'm, I'm nice at this. I need to pursue this. This is, this is serious. I don't remember what age it was, but this yeah. started changing for me. Like, it's... I grew up always the skinniest kid, you know what I mean? I grew up getting in a lot of fights, getting jumped all the time. I fought at all my friends over and over, you know what I mean? We became friends and we wasn't friends. And it was always just me. And um, But when I, mm. I getting older, and um, when I started doing the hip-hop shit, I started getting crazy respect. Like, you know what I mean? This shit was just crazy. Shit started oh. like, yo, oh, you nice. I was just doing ciphers and shit. I, I don't know. I guess around like 14 or something. You know what I mean? 14, 15. Word. And what got you first into writing? How'd you start just rhyming? Yo, I started rhyming. Yo, I told this story a few times too on a lot of different um, shows. Yeah. But by Uncle Ray. He came home from jail in 1990 when I was when I was 12 years old, and he was the illest rapper. So like the the yo, I'm telling you, he ain't never recorded a song ever in his life. But he just he had mm. too many times, you know what I mean, in jail, and he had all the titles, um, big time gambler, hardcore lover, you know what I mean, different shit. And he was spitting yeah, and I was already you know like yo, this is my uncle, man. I felt like he was the toughest guy. He always you know looked at me when. when looked out for me when I was younger, you know what I mean? I ain't had my father in my life. So when he came out and he was so dope with the lyrics, I was, you know, I automatically I wanted to rhyme. Like I was I was a hip hop fan before he left. Like when I you know, since I was little, I've always been a fan. When he started rhyming and his name was he called himself Rated R and my first rap name was Rated X. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> After that when he was living there, I remember I was still um writing. He was like, yo, um you know, like, go back, you know what I mean? Do something else. Like, he tell me, he never taught me how to rhyme. But I remember when I was a teenager and, that, and you know, he had been moved out and I, and I went up to him and I spit something. And he was like, yo. And he told this man, yo, my nephew, nice. Yo, that shit, that shit just <laughs> set it off. You don't even know, son. I was like, oh, you know I'm nice now? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's that moment. You know, get that validation. Like, oh nah, now nah, I'm really doing it. I know I got to do it. Yeah, yeah that's man. dope. That's dope. Uh, so speaking, you know, getting into the technicalities of, of MCs. Like for me, coming up, 
one of the things that always stuck out to me about, you know, the Brooklyn style, particularly, you know, boot camp, you know, ruck rock, you buckshot is, uh, is the ability to really, you know, pack in so much meaning or so much weight into one line. It would right. be just a half a bar, but that one half a bar, you just be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it has that power, you know, uh, and that's something that because of that, I always look for that in MCs, you know, I always, you know, admire that when I see that in a rapper, that's somebody that I'm going to really like and I'm, I'm going to check for. Yeah. What's that thing that you're looking for in MCs when you're listening to Cats? You know, what's that thing that you like to see or like to hear from them? I was telling my wife this uh, earlier. She was playing something. She was on the phone, and uh, she was playing something new from Rhapsody. I don't know if it was on Instagram or something. And mm-hmm. and the concept was just so brand new, so fresh. I was like, see, that's what I'm talking about, originality. That's what I love. Mm-hmm. Like somebody, When I listen to a song and I'll be like, oh, shit, I ain't never think about that. Like, I should have thought of that. You know, that's what I love. It don't matter. I don't give a fuck what they talking about. They could be talking about some other shit that, you know, certain people can't relate to. But if they tell it good, you know what I mean? And it's, it's some new... I like it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's messed up. You know, I could hear some people rhyming, like, uh, you know, all day. But I want to hear a new... When I hear new artists, they got to be... I want to know who they are. You know what I mean? When I hear they shit. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal, especially, you know, now that's something that me and Cheese are big on, you know, having a unique perspective, you know, your own point of view. You yeah. know, that's the kind, the kind of cast that we want to even talk to or listen to, you know. Um, but speaking of cast that we listen to. Snoop Dogg came out, we knew what Snoop Dogg was about. Right. DMX came out, you know, he was, you know what I mean? It was, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. It was different. And when you hear them, you can tell that this person isn't just giving you something that they've heard a thousand times that they think is going to be successful, so they're doing it again. You know they're giving you, this is how I feel. This is me. This is my life. You know, so you don't got to you don't gotta worry about all of the nonsense and all the BS being filtered through. No, 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 no. This is originally this person. You know? That's, that's one of those great things. So speaking of those original person, those cats right now, is there anybody right now that you you look at and you're like, this is a cat who's who's moving well. I respect that he's out here doing it. Um, Any cats that you're listening to? Project yeah, check for. I don't get to listen to a lot of um a lot of shit all the time. I be watching battle raps and shit when I do listen to hip hop. Mm. But um, it's a it's a lot of new cats, man. Um, I can't think of nothing um, names off the top, but um. No, you talk about the battlers too. So much on my shit, you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot of shit, man. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of new dope artists out. Yeah. Well, so I love a, I love a good battle rap, man. I'm I'm with you on that for sure. Yeah, yeah, I be checking them shits, man. Yeah, no, nah, I think I think hip hop owes a lot of credit to its battlers, and it doesn't give them enough, you know, proper due respect. Because the truth I'm is, name for that right now, like that's. Yeah. Like, they got, they get money, they talk, they go places, and that shit is crazy. We never, yeah. <laughs> right. It was always battles you could win and get money and shit, but now it's a, it's a whole fucking thing right now. Yeah. It's a whole industry. 
Mm-hmm. You know, cats are getting 10,000, 20,000 for mm-hmm. a battle. Like, where'd that come from? <laughs> when we was battling, it was, oh, you just don't get laughed at today. That's what you, you get. Exactly. One eye, cool. Move on. You, you this are is a, this is a business. You can start, you can start <laughs> taking care of your shit. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, I, 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 I'd love to see somebody do it. Mm-hmm. Put all your peoples on. Yeah. You know. But uh, speaking a little bit more about uh, the production side, mm-hmm. one of the things that's that's I always really really enjoy. You know, me and Keith talk about this all the time. You know, we we love our lyrics, but we also love a good beat. You know, yeah. we dig deep into the production. You know, I'm a I'm a crate digger myself. I hunt down samples, find the originals, you know, do all of that stuff. You know, we, we both got our own, you know, vinyl collections that we've been growing over years. No doubt. You know, for you, when you're looking for, for beats, do you have a different process when you when say it's a mixtape versus an album? Or is it is it all the same? How do you make that differentiation? Because I, I do notice sometimes that it's like, all right, these certain, you hear a little bit more of the more street side on a lot of the mixtapes. And that's it's still there in the album, but the beats yeah. knock differently. You know what I mean? With, with a yeah. lot of cats, just across the board. You know, yo, with me it was different because um, how every everything happened every time. Like uh, like when I first when I first did my mixtapes, I did two mixtapes: um, Rain of Destruction and um, Slick Vic the Ruler in like 2005, mm-hmm. 2007. And when I did the first one. It was just, I just put a bunch of songs that I had, you know, with a lot of joints with boot camp and shit, and then I did a lot of new freestyles to beats. You know what I mean? Right. And I put one of the shit in there, and I threw that out in the month. Then the Slick Victor Ruler, I was just, you know, I went, like you said, on the hardcore shit on that. But when I, every time I did an album, it was just presented to me like that. I just, you know what I mean? Like, when I... I I met up with Marco to do the joint with him. I was supposed to do something for his project, and then we ended up doing an album. Then with Adamantine, same thing with Endemic from London. You know what I mean? Everything was just falling in place like that. So I never, like, um, I was never, like, you know, I, every time I was feeling a production, and I'm like, yo, I got to, I definitely could do an album with them. But I never, like, I never, um, you know, get beats. I never put an album together with just a whole different, I'm about to do that now, though. I never put it out. Oh, okay. Listening to it. Like, get Marco beat, get a beat from mm-hmm. Pete Rock, get a beat from, you know what I mean? I'm right. about to do that now. All my albums have just been with one producer. Right, right. That, that's that's definitely, you know, the inspiration behind that question for me because what you've done has been kind of the new trend in hip hop now where more and more artists are sitting down with yeah, one yeah. producer to work out an album. Oh. 2010, I was, you know what I mean? I got 10 albums in the 10 years, all like that. Like, mm-hmm. the first album and shit. By the way, right. in the future episode, we will have Marco Polo on the show. Just had to put, that, put it out. <laughs> Shout out, Kalina. <laughs> Shout out. Um, but speaking of producers, do you have like a, a producer out there that you haven't messed with yet that you, that you really, really want to work with? There's a lot of dudes that's dope, man. Like uh, mm. Bob Brown. Uh Primo and yo, salute to Primo because yo, I'm always mm-hmm. playing somebody telling me Primo playing my shit. I'm like, yo, that shit is like crazy, man. And you know what I mean? I got him cutting my joints up and shit. Songs. Yeah. This is, that's a blessing, man. And um, 
I don't know, man. It's it's a lot of cats that's just ill, man, that I work with. Yeah, it's 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 a big industry out here. There's a lot of cats who are really making some good stuff. You know, like the to to me, one of the things I've or the people I've always wanted to hear you with is is uh, LP. Uh, always feel like LP's got a got a that weird sound from uh, from Wonder Jewels. My large problem. Nah, 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 not that LP. <laughs> that LP uh, definitely, yes, of course. But uh, LP from Run the Jewels, uh, wow. with him and um, him and, and and there you go, Killer Mike. About to say Murder Mike. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His sound, you know, he got that that weird sound, but it's still it's so heavy and it's so hard. You know, there's something super street about it, but it sounds that you would never associate. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, we used to more gotta, like the soul sound. I heard something that I don't even know, man. Like, damn. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I'm I, with one producer because then I get that that whole different sound, the whole album. You know what I mean? And I just, right. you know, work with all of that. Like, it's 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 easier, man. Worry yeah. and, plus, and plus, when you put an album together with one producer, you ain't got to worry about man headaches about getting this. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> People not hitting deadlines. Hit your deadlines. For real. Nah, that's true. We we know that struggle well ourselves. Try to get stuff done. You know what I mean? Try yeah, to holler at somebody yeah. like, oh, I'll get this. Get I, I, that. Wanna, I hear the um I, I LP just sent. Yeah, nah, some dope some dope stuff. I'll definitely shoot you some stuff if you want to check it out. Uh, uh j- I want to take a look a little bit about Duck Down. Duck Down has been around for a long time when a lot of a lot of independent labels that came out in the mid-90s, early 90s, Rockers, a bunch of them, they're not around no more. They're not here. They're not producing or they, they, did, they weren't able to sustain a longevity as hip-hop has evolved. 90s hip-hop, sure, Love Day is always on very scientific with this. You can tell where the culture is going and, and what time period you are based on what's going on in that time period. So the 90s sounds very different from the 2000s, and even right. music now is very different, even though there's yeah, a nice... every 10 years. Comeback, change, every so 10 years. And, yeah, and it seems like Duck Down managed to remain... In the game, not compromise themselves. Go through. (laughs) They definitely went through some low times, though. The two thousand were not so fruitful for them. But Mm -hmm. there's a nice come up right now with Duck Down, adding some new cats that outside of the what we know Duck Down to be with the with the boot camp click. You being one of those uh, uh, people, you know, working with Ninth. Uh, also is going to help out But you know Now we have Smith & Wesson Coming out And Very relevant um, Right Black they Moon right now. Yeah they're overseas mm-hmm. Black Moon they Right around that. the corner um, There's some really 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 Good music from Duck Down What has been your I know you've been Working with Duck Down But what are some of the things That makes Duck Down Survive and special For those who aren't Up with the Yo. Duck Down label Bookshot Buckshot and Drew High, man, they they two of the smartest dudes, man. I'm telling you, man. And they they know what they're doing with this business. And, you know, they really, you know, they serious about it, man. And they and they got artists 
that's talent that are talented. You know what I mean? So they pushing it hard, and the, and the artists coming with it. So you know what I mean? It's it's only gonna work out one way. Mm. Word, man, and I'm I'm um grateful for um for being a part of that history. You know what I mean? For these past few, you know, since I knew Rux since '96. 97 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know what I mean? Because that's what my whole, my fan base came from that side. I got a lot of joints that I right, did right. outside of Duck Down. And um, when I met Sean P and I did everything, you know what I mean, toured with him and, you know what I mean, that lifted everything up. You know what I mean? Every time I get interviews, they, you know, they talk about boot camp. It's, you know what I mean? And so, you know what I mean? I appreciate that. Word. Yeah, I think I think yeah, for sure. I mean I mean who's not excited for the Smith and Wesson and Black Moon? Like I know we are cats that got us are people who are in the this now new shift in getting back to where hip hop should be, at least that's my opinion. There is a nice movement mm-hmm. coming up, there is some love coming. That's why having you on the show is is important because we yeah. talk about that. That's primarily what the podcast is about. We're going to celebrate the people who have sacrificed, made good music, and not forget about them. And we're, people who are new, uh, new hip hop artists, we want you to win, but you got to yeah. pay attention. You got to take lessons. You have to be respectful, and you got to study because or else you're going to be here for one summer and then you're gone. So you might get that fast money. You might get that streaming money, but you're not going to have the career Rusty has. He's 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 been doing it for a long time and knows how to negotiate. Sure, he wants to have multi-platinum, all this and all that. But his career has so much more weight than a lot of the summertime rappers. And I think that's that's yeah, consistency like, is yo, very it's important. Like, it's crazy like to be talking with y'all or be talking with, you know, when I be... Um, like in Canada, and everybody see me like, yo, Rusty Jukes. Like, my life is, it's like two sides to it. Like, it's that side where everybody like, yo, Rusty Jukes, I'm over here. You know what I mean? And then it's, I'm somewhere else. They like, yo, Russ. Like, they, you know, they know me from Brooklyn and shit, and they, but they don't know the movement. They don't see nothing. They don't, you know, there's everything is mainstream. So they be like, some nigga be like, yo, oh, you still rhyming? Like, you know, like, you're still doing your thing? Like, damn, like, nigga, I just, I just did seven shows in Japan and shit. Like, I ain't right. fucking millionaire status, but I be doing my thing, nigga. Like, and I've been doing it. Like, my yep. features, like, you hit me on everything. Like, but you know, you ain't, I ain't gonna get into that with anybody. Like, no, no. Like, no, yeah. what, what, me and Sir Love Day and also our when co host. When came and motherfuckers start seeing shit, they was like, oh, exactly. Like, now you see. Because we, you understand, because you, you're around people who've been through it and survived the business, especially people around Duck yeah. Down and th- things like that. Yeah, so you've yeah. seen how the game will shift at almost any given moment. Mm-hmm. But right. you understand, and I, I think. That's why I just I just keep working, man. I just keep making yes. new joints. And, um, but you know your market. With... You know your market. Yeah. Your market moves around. So you might be hot in North America, but then that cools off. But then you know right. Europeans catch on later. Mm-hmm. They're always five, six years behind, and, and they have a different perspective on hip-hop. They like Rusty. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you yeah, you, you want to tour. Yeah, that's that's what Smith & Wesson is right now. They're, they're, they're in Europe, right? And that's yep. where a big part of their money is. So it's always interesting. It's always interesting to see those things. Uh, we want to thank everybody who's been checking out the show. It's been a great run for us the last six months, Sir Love Day. Um, anybody who's been listening to the show, thank you for always checking out the show. If you're new to the show, uh, consider subscribing. Um Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast app, Spotify, all those places you can find. Um, and really just being on the journey. We have, we whoever is the best of the best has been on the show already. Daniel's son, Crime Apple, Rome Street, Vic Spencer, Rusty Jooks, all on the show. Then we have the best producers right now on the show. Pharma Beats, Clever Schemes, um, Future Wave. Raz beats. Um, we've had I, I forget how many people had that. We we had so many other people on the show, and we're not done. We got Fly Anakin coming up. We got Big Tunes coming up. We got Pounds coming up. We got KRS coming up coming up in January. We're doing our thing, and we want you to be a part of the journey as we try to celebrate hip hop, but also educate about hip hop because we want everyone to win. It's a beautiful community. Two guys from Brooklyn talking to one of their favorite MCs. Who would have thought when we sure. started this two years ago, Sir Love Day, that this was going to happen? And now we're going to have KRS One yeah. up real soon. Um, this is it's it's a crazy, crazy time for the Crush a Lot podcast. Subscribe, leave comments, all that good stuff. Um, and we want to thank you, uh, Rusty Jux, for just continuing making good music. Check out um, his latest stuff. You can find it all digital, all streaming devices. But honestly, go to Fat Beats. Buy the vinyl, buy all the physicals. They get right. more money there. They get the percentage. King of Crown Heights. King of Crown Heights. Hey, you know, Jake and the Jooks, man. I dropped that to yeah. the second album this year. Jake and the Jooks, man. Yeah, We're gonna put, Jake Palumbo. Jake, yep. We're going to put that all in the bio, so click there. Um, is your stuff up in Bandcamp? Yeah. Okay. The, um, the Crown Heights one, I think, yeah. Now, we say this to everybody. We say this to everybody. If you're new to the show... If you can buy from Bandcamp, buy from Bandcamp. You could go wherever you want. If you buy from yeah. Bandcamp, he's going to get a bigger cut. Because the well, man ain't taking 35 like Apple does. Know the business. If you're going to yeah. if you're gonna support an artist, go to the streaming sites and give them more money. And if you buy physicals, that's even better. Uh, that's a great way to really uh, support the artist. Saying that, uh, thank you for checking out the show. We'll catch everyone on the next one. Peace. Yeah. Yeah.